Hey, Victory Family, this podcast is straight from our 2019 Ironman Men's Conference. So, there's so much great material here, so don't miss an opportunity to take some notes or listen to it a few times. Well, here we go. Hey, man, uh, uh, just, just hitting stuff, you know, because sometimes we go through stuff, especially at church. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, growing up in church, there's a lot of times stuff would happen, and it just happened, just happened all the time, and, and nobody ever, you know, I just didn't know even why it happened, you know. And, uh, you know, it's, but it's like baptism. One of the cool things about baptism is it's actually the first step of obedience as a follower of Christ. You know, it's just the first step of obedience. And, and, and I don't know if you remember, but obedience is, is a power position. So the first thing God does when you come to him is he asks you to take a step of obedience, which puts you in a power position. Because you, you, right? Because man, I'm telling you, you you want to instead of instead of constantly trying to find a loophole to get out of obeying, you want to find an opportunity to get into obedience. And you want to look for that. And some of you guys, you know, and I and I'm proud of these guys that, uh, hey, I was baptized young. You know, my mom and dad, they, uh, you know, they dedicated me. They baptized me as a baby. And, and sometimes I think there's something on the inside of you that feels like, well, if I do it right, then I'm kind of betraying. No, you are finishing what your mom and dad started. And you're saying, okay, I'm going to carry that on now and, and, and you know, on into my life. And I, and I just think that's an awesome thing to do. And, and I honestly think that there's probably a couple of you guys that, uh, uh, is it all right? I, I probably should have asked the first night. I just didn't think about it. Um, but, uh, you know, is it okay if I just talk to you like you're my boys? Because, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, because I'm going to anyways. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to kind of get up in your stuff is what I do. Um, you know, but it's like my gift is to agitate and, uh, it's just my spiritual gift and I know how to flow in it. Right. And so I I just flow. Uh, but uh, some of you guys, you're sitting here and, and honestly, you should get baptized before you leave tonight. It's a step of obedience. And there's things in your life that, that you're, you're wanting the blessing of God to flow in. And, you know, it's, it's really cool to, to kind of hang out in the presence of God, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, you know, we start singing songs. Uh, let me see my, my book for a minute. Um, you know, it, we hang out in the presence of God. And sometimes, you know, we sing some songs and, and, and we worship God. The word worship means to rivet your eyes or attention on someone or something, to sit at one's feet and... and uh, uh, and to give that attention, it's like to sit at, sit at a master's feet, even as a dog sits at his master's feet, licking his hand. It's the vine's expository definition of the word worship, to rivet your eyes or attention on someone or something, right? And so, you you know, that's what we're doing. We're singing. It just forces you to begin to put your your, your attention on God. You know, you, all, through, all through the day, the other stuff's grabbing your attention. You know, you kind of got to focus on the job, don't you? Hey, how about you military guys? You kind of got to focus on some stuff, don't you? You, you know, when it, and it's, well, that's actually... The act of worship is to rivet your eyes or attention. But what we're doing is we're saying, okay, God, we're going to come together and we're going to worship you in spirit and in truth. And we're, we make this choice to rivet our eyes and our attention on you. And, you know, and, and to just press in there and you get in the presence of God. And, and it's, it, it, man, you, you know, sometimes and it's like, dude, there were a couple of times and I thought the place might like explode or something. You know, and, and the brother, uh, uh, what's your name? You know, you, yeah, what's your name, dude? You come and prayed? Lewis? My God, you know, you start praying. Lewis is up there praying, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God's moving. You know, I don't know if your spirit 
awareness is on, but Holy Ghost starts moving, and, and we're praying. It's like, oh, sweet Jesus! And and then and then you you know, and then then they they sing a song and they give away some cheap crap, and 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 uh, <laughs> and and then it's like, oh, I'm back out, and, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm back over here in normal land, and and it's like, and that can be, you know, the presence of God. Let me tell you something. There ain't nothing like it, uh, but. The presence of God, listen to this, the presence of God without the promise of God is unproductive. So yeah, the presence of God without the promise of God and, and, and there really isn't anything happening. Man, the presence of God is awesome. God is in this place. He's always been in this place. Man, you know, hey, God's moving. That's cool. He's always moving. It's just you, you had a moment where you actually begin to sense it. Right, and so your awareness factor, uh, the spirit. Well, that's awesome, but but see, the the deal is, is that you can't live on that, right? right? Well, I had goosebumps. My hair was standing up, man. There's something there, but I but I, nothing changed. Well, because the presence of God by itself, it, it ain't gonna do it. But but you gotta have the promise of God with it. But the promise of God without the presence of God, it's just stale. Because it, it, and that that's disappointment, isn't it? When you have the promise of God, but but without the presence of God, you're just carrying a promise that's never been produced. And when you carry a promise that's never been produced, you end up disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. The, the appointment it's like the it's like the office of the president. It, it's got that's a pretty powerful position, but it's an appointed position, and all of the power and all of the authority comes with the appointment. And outside of the appointment, there is no power, right? And see, and you have an appointment. You've been called of God. You're saved and called. You, you have been appointed by God. You see, you have an appointment. And that's where your, that's where your, your authority's at. That's where your anointing's at. That's where your power's at. But if you ever get disappointed, the prefix dis means to push or press out of. So what the enemy does is he uses life circumstances and situations to push you out of your appointment. Because so, if you're out of your appointment, you don't have your power. You don't have your authority. You don't have your anointing. You don't, you know, it is unproductive and, and it's, it's, it's heart wrenching. But when you take the presence of God and the promise of God, see, this is this what a person of faith is somebody who lives in the word of God and walks in the presence of God. So you're living in the word of God, walking in the presence of God. You cause those things to come together. And now you're a world changer. Okay, the same guy that was dry and stale, the same guy that was, uh, that was disappointed. Now, now that same guy, when those two things are operating in concert, he's a force to be reckoned with. Okay, and, and I'm telling you that I think that one of the things that God wants to do in your life, you know, because I, I, I mean, even Spencer said, you know, as, as, as just life changing as, as the fly swatters are, uh, you know, as, as, as good as the ribs were. I'm telling you, the ribs were good. How many can testify? The, the ribs were good, right? And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's awesome because what, what, was, what was the celebratory moment is, man, when when guys are up here and their lives are getting changed, when they're, when they're going into a tent, when they're stepping into a, to a position of obedience, it's, it's not about getting wet. It's about identifying with, hey, I'm following Jesus now. My life's never going to be the same. Hello, somebody. And, and, and you got that going on in your world. And I'm telling you, uh, some of you guys, you, you know, instead of, well, I'm, I'm going to pray about it. You need to obey about it, right? You, you don't have to pray about doing stuff God's word tells us to do. 
You know, it, it, it's like giving. And, you know, honestly, uh, you know, because he takes the offering for me and asks, did you see how he kind of nicely asked me to be quiet? And I couldn't hear up there. You know, I'm trying to hear the guitar because I wanted to play. And you disrupted my tune-up time. And, and, uh, and, and he's, you know, well, we're going to take an offering for Tom and yada, yada. And, and, and I want to talk about giving for just a second, but, but we're done taking offerings for Tom, right? So I can talk about it and you won't get your little feelers hurt or nothing, right? Because it's not like I'm coming for your money because, frankly, uh, you know, we're, we're done, right? You're all right? You guys okay? I mean, you know, I don't want to hurt you, but, but, and, and listen, I wish my, I, I wish, I wish, you know, two out of the three boys or something were here tonight so they could just tell you, because this is the way I would, you know, this is the way I would sit my boys down and talk to them. And, uh, you know, I mean, my sons would, you, you know, they'd start getting emotional and I look at them and say, you going to cry? And, and I'm not belittling you if you cry, because, you know, that's good. If you're going to cry, go ahead and let me know when you're done so we can get, keep moving. Because, you know, these emotions, we're not going to let these emotions make these choices for us, right? The guy's wearing the shirt, you know, uh, I have decided, right? I mean, they go into the tank saying, I have decided. A decision has been made. Remember, words turn into thoughts, and thoughts create emotion. Emotions make decisions, and decisions determine our actions, and our actions create our habits, and our habits defines our character, and our character, to, you know, uh, turns on our, our, our end result. Well, a decision, I've made a decision. The word decision is the same root word as incision. It means to cut away. So when you make a decision, it is to cut some things away. See, when you go when you go to Taco Bell and there's 37 menu items and you're thinking which one, like my decision is to pick two. No, your decision is to cut out 35. See, when your wife says, I just, you, when you are her decision, you think she picked you. No, she cut out everybody else. <laughs> By God, she better have. <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you're making decisions and you're cutting stuff away. And it's like, hey, I'm making a decision, which means none of that stuff now, none of that, but, but, but I'm locking on, on, on to God now, yeah. right? And I have decided, right? And we, we've made a decision. And I don't know why I, I just get, I still feel like saying this again. Some of you guys need to get baptized before you go home tonight. You need to make that decision. You need to step into obedience, and it's like it, when it comes to giving and you make the decision to obey, you know, yeah, but, but you know, uh, has this thought, and don't, don't respond, don't lift your hand and say, yeah, well, that's me, that's how I think, because I'd mock you. Uh, I can't help it. But, um, but have you ever had this thought, you know, because when we think about being generous and giving, we want to give to people who have needs. And so we, we you know, because that makes us feel better because we're giving to somebody who has a need. And I don't want to give to somebody who's got everything because they don't need it. And, and probably the fact that they're rolling in it means that they cheated or something. And so, I, you know, I'm not going to bless that guy. And see, and, that, that, and that's because our thinking is upside down. It's, that's disobedience. Isn't it cool that, that you, know, uh, you know, to disappoint is to be pushed out of your appointment. To disobey is to be pushed out of the position of obedience. And God wants you walking in obedience. And God said to the richest guy who was on the planet, he said, hey, anybody who blesses you, I'll bless them. There are moments in my life when I need to elevate the flow of blessing that's coming into my life. 
And I look for the most obviously blessed people I can find. And I do anything I can to bless them. Because God said, if you bless them, I'll bless you. Oh, but by the way, the other side of the coin is if, if you curse them. You know, whoever curses you, whoever, whoever stands in the way of your blessing, I'll cut their blessing off too. I'm telling you, there's power in obedience. There's power in obedience. And sometimes you're meeting a need to make you feel better. When if you would bless the blessed, the need would no longer exist because they'd finally be in the position to eradicate the need that you tried to meet to make yourself feel better. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it's like, uh, it's kind of a prophetic, you know, thing that, that you just need to, you need to lock onto. Okay. And, and then I'm going to go to, for the first time in these meetings, I'm going to use some notes tonight. So far, I haven't got to my notes. Okay. And, and what I, what, what I want to do is take a couple of minutes. Cause you know what? You guys have been awesome. And, uh, you have to understand something that you may not believe that God's got a huge purpose for you but I do. And, as, and, and listen, I, I mean, you got to get this. Man, I, I believe that God's plan for you, and I, and I mean this sincerely, I believe that God's plan for you. I really believe that, you, you know, Habakkuk uh, 1.5, when it says, hey, look around and be amazed. Look around and be amazed. For I'm going to do a work in your day that if we sat you down and told you about it, you wouldn't even believe it. And I look at I look, I look at the guys in this room, and I, and you know, and, and these guys that get baptized, dude. That that there, there's a couple of them guys that, that got baptized tonight. That uh, you know, holy cow! I mean, the power of God and, and and the purpose that God has for their life, and it's it's not just them, but I mean, they're they're right there, and I'm right here. Maybe that's something about that. But uh, uh, you, you know, brother, I, I don't know what kind of stuff you've been fighting with and dealing with in life, but I'm telling you what, you're already demonstrating Satan's defeat every stinking day, and you humiliate hell, and hell wants you to think that you know half the time, half the time, hell wants you to think that you've been defeated. But I'm telling you, you are a living, a living demonstration of the power of God right now. And it's like just by being in the room and, 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 just, and just getting in the tank, and it's like holy smoke, you have no idea what God's going to do with that. And, and, and you, bro, I mean, I don't know if you're pastoring churches or what, but there's, a, there's, there's calling and, and, and there's anointing on you. And, and God's, got, God's got future in front of you. And, and the enemy wants you all messed up about a past that God don't even want to talk about. I mean, God, God, God's like, hey, everything I've said up to this point has come to pass. This is, this is a verse I'm quoting. Everything I've said has come to pass. Now, let's talk about what's next. You know what, what, you know what God's focus is? What's coming. Now, where you been? Now, where you been? And see, what the enemy's trying to do is prevent you from moving forward. Right? If, if, he can, if he can paralyze you, if he can get you to break down where you are, and, oh, here's a, and, and we're just suckers for this. If he can get you offended... See, Psalms 119, verse 165. It says, great peace have those that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Oh, dude, is that crazy? Great peace. Everybody know what great is? Great is, it's like we, we, you know, the Greek word for great is mega. Okay, the Hebrew word is like 
baklava. No, that's not it. But but the but the Hebrew but but they have the, the, it's it's like we think a great you know and mega you know we think of mega. I think one of the fast food restaurants ruined it for us because you know you'd pull up and say, would you like to mega size that? And you know you, you know you want fries? Yeah, I want fries. You know, would you like to mega size it? And you go, sure, mega size. And they give you like six more French fries. And, and so, and we, and we pay for that. And that's now a mega fry. And I'm telling you that that's the wrong picture. I mean, you got to picture Fred Flintstone when they carry the ribs out, set it on the car and the car, those are mega ribs. Okay. Okay. And mega is insanely huge, out of control, unmeasurable. Okay. And so the great piece, mega piece, mega piece, you, you understand what mega piece could do for you? Like mega piece swallows storms. Mega peace, it's, it's like, it's like it, it, one, one of the Psalms says uh, that, the, that God's voice causes the storm to go to a whisper. Great peace have those that love his law. I mean, you, you, I'm telling you that you get this word of God in you and, and stuff that used to bother you can't touch you no more. I mean it. Things that used to keep you awake at night, it, it can't. It's like, oh, shoot, it's just that. You go back to sleep. Stuff that used to make you mad, it can't push your button. Great peace have those that love thy law. And nothing, not one single, no, not one, no, not one single, nothing shall offend them. And, and I know what some of you guys are thinking is, uh, well, I'm, I'm not real, I'm not upset, I'm not angry. See, but that's not what offend means. Off, end. To be taken off the end. Your end was declared at the beginning. And if the enemy can, he will take you off the end that was declared over you in the beginning. But God's word says that if you love his law, you'll have an incredible peace and nothing will have the ability to take you off the end that he declared over your beginning. That what stirs you won't stir the circumstance. That what shakes you won't change the outcome. That what had you freaked out yesterday, you go, oh, you know what? I got great peace, right? I got Psalms 119, 165. I even got Psalms 119, verse 150. That this is my comfort in all my affliction. Your word revives me. That this is what gives me hope no matter what happens. That even if life kills me, his word will revive me again. Man, I can't be taken out. I can only be elevated up. Why? Because I'm walking in the promises of God and in the presence of God. And God's, God's presence is causing that word to not be some letters on a page, but to be, it's actually beaten in my chest. It's come alive, right? And it's no longer logos, it's rhema. And it's God talking. You know, well, God doesn't really talk to me much. Well, get get more in the book, because every time you read the book, that's God talking to you. I, I said that's God talking. You do not have a, you do not have a copy of what He said. You have a recording of what He's saying, and He's speaking, and it's, it's current and it's right now. And you you got to get in that word, Amen. Got to get in that word. Look at your neighbor and say, get in the book. You you doing okay? Let, let's go kind of quick for a minute. First Timothy six twelve. You know, and, and I've mentioned this one a few times, but uh, uh, but it says, fight the good fight of faith. You know, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, 
whereunto you've been called and, and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. Uh, in, the, in the Passion Translation, it says, fight with faith for the winner's prize. Hey, you know what you're fighting for? You know, uh, Spencer's up here, you know, humiliating people because they're trying to get stuff in their mouth and he's showing them that they ain't got skill. Man, he takes seven pillowcases and shoves them in his face. And, and, you know, and it's like, man, let me show you something. This is what we're fighting for. And, you know, and to everybody's dismay, I mean, this Jack had the, you know, he, he had the card that they called out earlier and he folded it up and slid it in his pocket. And then, no, I ain't lying. I'm not a liar. And, and he, you know, he had the card and, and he didn't feel bad at all about it until he saw the prize. You know, and he 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 could he could have had a new fishing rod, and he he missed out on it. Well, can I just tell you something that the prize you're fighting for is a little bit more valuable even than the fishing rod. Okay, the thing that God's called you to, the thing that man, you're toast now, aren't you? It's like hey, lay hold lay hold on on eternal life, but fight with faith for the winner's prize, man. Fight with faith. For the winner's prize and get your hands on God life. Man, get get a hold of God life. Everybody say it. Get a hold of God life. Come on, say it loud. Get a hold of God life. One more time together. Get a hold of God life. Man, you gotta get you gotta take hold of that thing. Uh, listen to this, Hebrews 10 23. Let us hold fast this profession of faith without wavering, because he who has promised is faithful. Let us hold fast our profession of faith without wavering because he who is promised is faithful. And just a few, just a couple quick points, you know, because, uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm going to show you how to, how to unleash the impossible. I mean, it's stuff that doesn't even exist and God's going to start creating it. Do you know that God's a creator? Yeah. Some of us act like he's out of business. <laughs> 